Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I'd like to pay respect to the Triple Gem. I'd like to pay respects to the Buddha. I'd like to pay respects to the Dharma. And I'd like to pay respects to the Sangha. Hello everyone. Today, again, I like to talk about our mind. How the mind comes to be. What are the different things that make up our mind? What is it that make you who you are? Our mind is comprised of what I'm going to say or call the six worlds. What are the six worlds? The six worlds has to do with our six senses. The world of vision, which has to do with our eyes. The world of sound, that has to do with our ears. The world of smell. has to do with our nose, the world of taste, that has to do with our tongue, the world of our sensory physical feeling that has to do with our body, our physical touch, the sensation, and the world of our inner mind, the decision maker itself, which we call the sixth sense. So that's what make up our mind. Our mind is made up of the six of these six worlds that we are living in every single day. We see things, that's the world of vision. And the world of vision, as we all know it, is very vast, it's very wide. And as you see, and that is part of your mind. You look around, you watch TV, you watch a movie, you see nature. That's the world of vision. Right? So, vision is the section, one of the section, or one of the components that make up 
are mine. And the same goes with the other five words that I've just described about the world of hearing, the world of sound. When as soon as you wake up, you hear things or you don't hear things. You're in silence or you listen to music or you listen to the crying baby. That's the world of sound. So that's another component of our mind, of who we think we are. Because all these experiences that is happening, that we are experiencing, from these different senses, the different world that we interact with. These are the phenomenon that make up our minds, that make up our thought, make up our feelings, make up who we think we are. So, the different world is happening all the time as soon as we wake up. Okay, so for a lot of us, this is all we know. When we see things and we react to it, when we hear things, we react to it. We smell things, we taste things, food, wine, alcohol, okay, drugs, uh, the experience and all that, and the sixth sense, which is the mind, react to it. And that is the life of what I would say ordinary, regular people throughout the world. This is how we live our lives. Are we going to deny that? Of course not. That's what it is. That's what experience is. And that's what life is. Okay. That's what life is. So, life is the manifestation. Okay. It's the manifestation of all these phenomenons that comprise, that make up what we call our mind. And our five sense doors plus the mind itself that is 
the chief executive officer make up who we are. Okay, so the six worlds are the worlds that make us or make what we call the world goes round, right? That makes our minds go from one event to the next based on what the mind decides what to do with the information that the sensory doors bring to it. Add on top of it to the memory that we gather through the experiences that we store inside, mostly in our brain, but also throughout our entire body. We store memories, and these, all of this memory that we get from our experience is in there somewhere, but cannot be found. But it's there, and it interacts with the world through our five sense doors. And that's what make up who we are, our mind. Okay, now, what you want to know is this. Being, becoming aware of these phenomenon is something that is very important to the ones who is sort of like wondering of what is this all about. And this is why you listening to this kind of podcast. And this is why you read books and materials and listen to stuff because there's something inside of you that has this has this burning has this fire inside that yearns to know about life itself, about what is this all about, right? So that kind of desire, that kind of searching does, is not in everyone, it's not in everybody. There are people who never bother to look into this kind of stuff, which we call 
spiritual spirituality or whatnot. There are people who just say, "Who cares?" Right? Just enjoy. Okay. Just enjoy. Don't think too much. The word "don't think too much" has a good interpretation to it. But also has a negative interpretation to it. Also, the people who don't think too much and don't care. It's because they only know what is at the surface level. So they live their lives. Based on the different phenomenons that's happening to them day to day, so when you only live your life, your life based on these activities, the day to day activity, the emotion, the feelings, of course you're gonna go up and down, bopping around. On the water level, through like a windy on a windy day, and there are calm days. There are peaceful days. There's windy days, and just like our emotion, that goes up and goes down, and it changes from from happy to sad to angry and mad and all all of those stuff, right? It's because that's. What people think that there's all to it, because that's how people identify themselves with with the phenomenon that people experience with the six worlds. Okay. So, the sixth world is always happening, is changing from one seeing to the next, from one sound to the next, from one smell to the next, from one taste to the next, from one touch to the next. All these things here. Are the things that we experience, that people experience, and identify with. Now, when all this thing is happening, all like this, and when we experience ourselves like this, and when we identify ourselves with these ups and down. How or where are you going to find peace? Right? How are you going to find peace when you already identify yourself with a different feeling, with the different motion, emotion that you are going through? You see, that's why you have to. 
be able to step back and look at the phenomenon that is happening, that we are experiencing, and say, these are the experiences that I am experiencing. Right? But it's sort of like you are able to see what is happening, to see the world, to see the existence, to see life unfold. But if you can just see it, but not attached to it, you can see life in a very from a from a perspective that is not of the six worlds. Another word, the six worlds bring is the six worlds bring you all these phenomenons becomes the manifestation the phenomenons are the manifestation are the things that just unfold but in order for you in order for you to realize this manifestation, this what that we call life. There has to be a source. The source which is behind all of this manifestation is there all the time. Right? The source of all of this happening that you are experiencing is there all the time. So, some people call the source as the unmanifested, or some people, the state, the sages, or you can call it as God. So the unmanifested is something at the background that is always there, experiencing the manifestation. Without the unmanifest, there's no manifestation. In order for you to experience the different things that is happening right now, that is unfolding as you sit there. There's consciousness behind it. There is consciousness behind it. Without consciousness, you would not be aware of anything. Right? So, 
you are aware of things because of consciousness. So consciousness is behind of all of this awareness. And what is it that you are aware of? You are aware of these experiences. The experiences that you are going through right now with the help of the five sense doors. Okay. Now, with all of that, when the five sense doors become active, when you awake, then thoughts arise. Right? So your thought, the, your thinking arise based on based on the reaction your thought arise based on the reaction by the, your sixth sense which is the the main the main uh, power to the different phenomenon that the five senses brings to you. When the five senses bring information to you, the sixth sense react. And that's what our mind, that's how our mind comes to be. And then thoughts arise. Thought arise based on the sixth sense, what the sixth sense wants to do. So the sixth sense creates emotion, the different kinds of emotion that we all go through every day. Now, your job is to become aware of what the sixth sense is doing. See, when you are able to become aware of what your sixth sense is doing, then you can start to notice, oh, that's what it's doing. So that's why I'm always like this. I always think like that. I always react like this is because my sixth sense or my inner CPU, the central processing unit, is doing. See, you you have to come to a realization have to you have to come to a place that you are able to step back from your sixth sense from the mind see you 
so that is what you need to understand or not to not not to realize the five sense doors they are a they have the function they have the their their the duty to bring information to the sixth sense to the king the five sense doors okay the five sense doors that make up our minds is not the they are not the mind itself okay they are like the servant they are a it they are tools or or a mechanism that enable our minds to experience the world but the world of vision itself or the world of sound the world of taste touch and smell itself it has no feeling it has no emotion attached to uh, to it it's how the sixth sense interpret them that makes thing becomes this or that it's the sixth sense that makes judgment that make decision okay to like it or not like it for example you and your friends or a whole bunch of people go to see a movie or listen to the same music you may like the movie but your friend may not you may like certain song your friend may not right so it all depends on the interpretation of your own mind and it's why is it that we are different why it has to do with our experience in life what we gathered before in life plays a big role in what we like and what we don't like it has to do with our own nature right so when you experience life so you have to be able to understand what is the difference in the changing of your mind another example i like to point to you is this 
the mind goes through all these things. Right now, some of you is, are in a comfortable living environment. Some of you are not. Some of you, so we all have, we all go through things that is making you feel what you feel. And you try to find that inner peace. Where is that inner peace? It's something like, if you can picture, you are inside, if you can go inside a nuclear submarine that goes deep into the blue ocean. Okay, so you are deep in the ocean, three, four, five miles down. And they say the weather out there, up, you know, out in the surface, there's a hurricane of category five brewing at the surface of the level. There's a typhoon going on at the surface of the water. The wave is 20, 30 feet high. Okay, the water is churning and turning everything upside down. Big boat, small boat, it got turned and tossed around at the surface level of the ocean because there's a hurricane or there's a typhoon going on. Now, if that is at the surf, if you are at the surface level of the ocean, you're gonna be flipped around like mad, crazy. But if you can manage to dive down, the water becomes less turbulence, right? The water becomes less turbulence as you go deeper and deeper into the ocean. And as you go deep into the ocean, five miles, 10 miles, then there you are in that little submarine, calm and quiet. But there is still current going on at the deep level of the ocean. There's current, the ocean current that is going, but it's going at a peaceful rate. It's just going at a peaceful normal speed or, you know, the way it is. It doesn't get turning, get, it doesn't get turned and tossed around like what is 
at the surface level. Most people live their lives at the surface level. Okay, people get caught up with the experience, with the emotion, and people identify themselves with it. And people identify themselves with the emotion, with the physical body that is just a vehicle for all of us to experience the phenomenon of life. Okay. We are here to experience life. But the thing is, we become attached to it. Okay. And when we become attached to it, we got turned, we got tossed up and up down all around because we do not know that at, when you are at the surface level, when you are the manifestation, things does not stay the same. The manifestation is what it is. Manifestation meaning manifesting. Manifesting does not stay permanent. It's always changing. It's always changing. That's why it's called manifestation. Okay? That's what the law of impermanence means manifestation is always changing and it, when we become attached to manifestation and we try to keep hold to it and don't want it to change then we have problems It means that we do not understand what manifestation is. Everything is changing, is churning all the time. Your body, your mind is always changing. Where, where are you? Where are you 10 years ago? Where is that body? That body is gone. You are in a completely different body. Look at your size. Look at, the, look at your skin. Look at your face. Is it the same as 5 or 10 years ago? See? This is the manifestation. That's what 
it is all about. It's the manifestation. So when the body is healthy, yes, then you realize and you become aware, you're aware that the body is healthy. When the body is sick, you're aware that the body is sick. Healthy and sickness, both are part of the manifestation. You see? It's not that, see, if you understand that, then you say, oh, that is part of normality. Sickness is also part of things. But when people don't realize that, people hate it. Of course, nobody likes to be sick. Nobody likes to be in pain, right? But know that when there is body, there is changing. When there is changing, there is healthy and there is sickness. That is just part of the manifestation. And the same goes with our mind. At the surface level, as we experience life throughout our day, you become aware of the emotion. You can enjoy it when thing, when good things happen. You don't need to deny it. Okay? But you enjoy it mindfully. What does that mean? It means that you understand that, okay, this is part of the manifestation. There are times that is good, and there are times that is not good. When time is not good, you come to that realization that, Hey, that is part of the manifestation. That is part of what we call life. Okay? Because there is no such a thing as being happy all the time. There is not such a thing. The manifestation or life, as we call it, is like a bowl of soup that has all kinds of flavors in it. You take one bite, you take one sip into the soup, you taste something salty. The next spoon, something can be sweet. The next spoon can be bitter. The next spoon can be sour. And that's all in it. That's what manifestation is.
this is so another word in Buddha's teaching you can almost sort of like divide the teaching into two levels one level of Buddha's teaching is to teach about the body and mind right how the body works the uh, how the mind works the impermanence of the mind and the impermanence of the body and how the mind interact with the different with the phenomenons how the mind how the the mind that is comprised of wholesome and unwholesome activities and we all have that okay and as i have gone over before the 52 mind faculties that we have and that the buddha has described the 89 kinds of minds that all human beings possess we all have the potential to manifest all of those minds okay so that is one part of buddha's teaching okay and that is a lot already that is a lot already right yeah to understand to understand the physical body the mind the body mind how they work as a vehicle the body that works as a vehicle for experience for us to experience the world right we have to have a vehicle and the vehicle is the body right that has these five mechanism these five senses that enable us to experience things okay and because of that it creates the mind that interact with the world they interact and create emotion that's one part that's one big big part of buddha's teaching to understand what is going on the mind the body and there's a deeper level there's a deeper level the level that where all this come from how all this come from that is the teaching of non-self i'm going to say the non-self right anatta the teaching of a deeper meaning of who we are the teaching of 
something eternal of something that is beautiful, serene, at peace, that is at the background of all of this thing. And that part of the teaching goes deep and deeper and deep all the way to the to the source. And the source is where the mind is no longer attached. When the mind is no longer attached to all the turbulence out there. When the mind becomes, when the mind realizes of the manifestation and the mind, when the mind is able to become detached to these experiences, that's a different level of mind. That is a deeper mind that is at the source. You can call that mind as like an eternal energy. It's the unmanifest that enable the manifestation that we call life and we are experiencing. The deeper mind or the eternal energy of our consciousness is our source. Right now, you are attached to the world. And that's the reason that you go through the commotion of life. It's not that you don't have to deny it because you're already here. We are already here. So enjoy it. Experience it. But just know that it's just manifestation that we are experiencing. We are experiencing the manifestation. Okay, but the true, the true you, which is consciousness itself, goes deep, goes deep. If you can dig into yourself and get in touch with that inner energy. You can feel something 
that is very special. And that eternal energy is not, is not of this world. Another word, it's not of the world, <clears throat> of the six worlds that I have described about. It's totally out of these six worlds that we are experiencing. And it's that that is we call nirvana. It's the pure current of eternity that is always there. It's, that is always there. And that's our source. And that is God. And that is the totality. Okay? And that is beautiful. When you get in touch, <clears throat> when you're able to get in touch with that, just take a look at the Buddha's face. The Buddha's face has this expression of being calm, right? Being, or being at peace, serene, and with a touch of smile. That's what it is. And it's full of kindness. It's full of compassion. Because kindness and compassion has no attachment. Okay? Giving has no attachment. That's why, so one of the things that you can, you can almost become enlightened or awake by just looking at the Buddha's face. If you can interpret the Buddha's face, what, what manifests that kind of face? If you can understand what manifests that kind of look, you can feel what's inside. It comes from an, a source that has no anger, that has no hatred, no jealousy, no anxiety, no worry, because it comes from an eternal peace. That's what the source is all about. But when we live on the surface, we have attachment, 
we have greed, we have anger, we have hatred, and we live our life upside down. See, knowing who you are is very, very important. That can bring you that to life as it is, to recognize the manifestation, and to recognize the source, the unmanifested. That is. Absolutely serene and beautiful. That's what I like to share with you today. I hope you get something out of it. And I have not mentioned for a while now. I have a couple ebooks out there if you are interested. Right, one is called Wisdom for Living. And the other one is called a new me. You know, a new me is about me before and after I discover Buddha's teaching. It's on Amazon. Anyway, you always welcome to leave me a voice message if you like. And just like anything, one of the one of the thing that Buddha the Buddha said. The best gift of all is the gift of Dharma. The gift of Dharma is the gift that is uncomparable, because the gift of Dharma can awake people, make people become re you know come to realization, to see the light, and become liberated. If You have benefit anything, or you think that is the podcast is something of valuable. You can always share. Okay, you can share. Okay, so yeah, if you have anything, leave me a voicemail, and I'll be glad to respond. Until later date. Namaste.